This is Guys Read Romance, where I, romance author Margot Radcliffe, politely strong arm my male friends into reading and chatting about romance novels with me for an uncomfortably long period of time. Right, today I'm talking to one of my oldest and dearest friends, Ben Scroy. He remains the best roommate I've ever had, even though he is a staunch cat person. We met when I dared him to eat a June bug. Is a computer software engineer? Is that what you are? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and once brought a human mannequin head to school. So I think it's safe to say that he leans strange. <laughs> Nevertheless, he's an avid reader and I think is a romantic at heart, which is why I basically badgered him into doing this podcast. So thank you, Ben. I'm glad that um, much like getting a Christmas tree, I was able to hassle you into doing something else you didn't want to do. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. And I'm excited to talk about romance with you. Yes, absolutely. Great. So tell us about your background. What do you normally read? Um, I, I probably lean towards literary fiction. Sure. And I like sci-fi also. And beyond that, I mean, I, I'm, I have, I don't want to say like super eclectic uh, habits, but like, I mean, there, there are a lot of things that I will just read anyway. So occasionally I'll read like some thrillers or something like that. But yeah, I just... Okay probably literary fiction, probably most generally. But you have a Goodreads account. So you like actually put plug in your, the books that you read every time you finish one and you rate them, right? Yeah. Sometimes I even go so far as to rate them. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like an actual reader. Yeah. So in, in that smorgasbord of things that you've mentioned, all those kind of different genres, why haven't you till up until this point, I'm assuming that you've never read romance before, given what I know about you. So <laughs> why is that? Hmm. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know that I've given a lot of thought to that. I'm, I'm not above, I'm not above like, I guess it's sort of like the yeah, romance is sort of kind of like generally, like there's the general demographic that I think is normally associated with it. And I don't know that I've ever like, the thing is I've never like been curious to explore that, but I'm sure there's that there is romance because uh, it's such a broad genre at this point. I'm sure there are things that would interest me. And there's certainly like, you know, I, I certainly like stories that have romance in them. Sure. Um, some extent, but I, I, I'm honestly not sure. I don't know that I've given that a ton of thought. Well, obviously, I think what you're trying to say is that romance is for girls <laughs> and, and that didn't appeal to you. So can you talk a little bit about why you think stuff for girls isn't as cool and how that influenced <laughs> your reading? I mean, was it, was it, talk about, was it the covers of romance novels that you're like, that's a dude with no shirt, I'm intimidated. What is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the covers and the titles are, are things that, flag flag something is like this was like written to target women's interests specifically right and i i mean but what what is a woman's interest in that context so you like naked men is the interest like <laughs> romance is the interest yes and like, like relationships and like our you know what i mean uh yeah no that's a good question um uh, yes i mean i, I think a lot, like, a lot of times it's like uh you know traditionally attractive man on the cover sure. in some level of you know, sometimes 
partially clothed, sometimes not, but it's like, there's a, there's a tip, typically like a signaling that's going on there on a lot of, I mean, it's, this is like, obviously very, uh, stereotypical, right? Because I don't have much, I mean, I don't typically go and seek these things out. And so it was like, you see covers, uh, for stuff, you know, for romance, like you see the, I don't know, you see them in like, you know, bookstores and things like that. And I, you know, I think I don't have a lot of exposure to a, a, a lot of the different subgenres that are out there. Well, so let me, so you see a naked man on the cover and he's traditionally handsome. Does that make you like feel inadequate? Does it make you feel like, I mean, in what other places besides romance novels are you kind of seeing, oh, women are only interested in dudes with abs? Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like that doesn't exist a lot. I mean, you there's women, I think, gener- and I'm, this is gross generalization, to, like just seem to more than men do choose men based on other things mm-hmm. besides looks. So like, what is it? So why would you, why is it the assumption that in romance novels when that guy is, you know, half naked, like that's going to be a traditional mm-hmm. thing? You know what I mean? Um. I mean, I guess it's easy to assume that because he's half naked, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I just like generally don't respond well to anything that like any sort of cover that's pandering to. I mean, like, I don't, I don't. When I, I get irritated when I see like advertisements for like you know men's magazines that have like scantily clad women on the front, like I, I mean, it, it, it to me mad, that's does it? like what. <laughs> I said, makes you mad, doesn't? It? <laughs> I'm mad, but it's just kind of like I'm kind of like it's such a, it, to me. I don't know. It feels like it just feels like a cheap way of selling something. It's like the, there's there's some aspect to that. I think that like maybe a parallel here, but that like that doesn't like grab my interest. It doesn't like sure, sure. And there wasn't really a question in there, I guess. Uh, not a good one. And so okay, but I I mean I th- those are good questions though. Sure. And I actually, I mean, I enjoyed drilling down into that. <laughs> That's <laughs> unintentional pun. For it's fine. I hope that um, I hope that I can come up with many more uh, unintentionally, <laughs> awkwardly erotic puns for this. Uh, I really would rather you did it. Very wild and uncomfortable in a way I've never been been before. All right. (laughs) I don't even know why. I do know why. It's because you're, it's you. All right. (laughs) All right. So speaking of the next thing we're going to do is um, before we talk about the book is I'm going to, we're going to play a game and I'm going to read you two scenes, sex scenes, more sex passages, mm-hmm. excerpts, if you will. One is written by a man, and hmm. one is written by a woman. You've got to guess who wrote what. All right. Are you ready? This is going to get more uncomfortable. <laughs> I was going to say, how bad. <laughs> okay, here we go. Why do you need a moment, she asked, running fingers through the dark hair that trailed down from his belly button. She didn't miss how his shaft pulsed against his abdomen when she dragged a nail against his skin. Because I thought you might enjoy this, he said, grasping his erection and rubbing the smooth tip against her slit. That was the first one. (laughs) This is the second one. 
She covers her breasts with her swimsuit, the rest of her remains so delectably exposed. The skin along her arms and shoulders are different shades of tan like water stains in a bathtub. Her face and vagina are competing for my attention, so I glance down at the billiard rack of my penis and testicles. It's special prose. I'm trying to figure out billiard rack. What is it? The like the the, the geometric thing? Yeah. That that. Yeah, I guess. Oh, it's that's a, creative. It's, it's a stretch. It's a stretch <laughs> uh, for sure. And yeah, there's and water stains in a bathtub. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Interesting. I. Think I would offer to read them again, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, nothing would nothing would bring you back there. <laughs> um, I'm I'm leaning towards. Uh, it's tough to tell, but I'm leaning towards the second one being the being the male author. Okay. And I was thrown off by slit in the sure. first one. Yep. That feels like something. Uh, that feels like something a man would write, but I think it's the. Second one that was male. You are correct. The first one was To Love a Scandalous Duke by Leanna De La Rosa. Hmm. And the first second one was The Destroyers by Christopher Ballin, which hmm. I've never never actually heard of before. But, so congratulations. How'd you find those? You win. <laughs> Looking through I, I Googled it, but also like huh. for the romance novel part, I had to actually go into all romance novels and like oh wow and you can't copy and paste things because it's copyright so i had to like type out it was a lot of work yeah anyway (laughs) okay Okay, so moving on we are today talking about slave to sensation by nalini singh she is a usa today best-selling author new york times best-selling author and publishers weekly best-selling author she's won multiple reader awards which is the romance writers awards this Psy Changeling series is has 15 books. This is the first one in that series. She's just a very popular author. And in a time right now where I think Paranormal is kind of in a slump, she is still kind of one of the leading authors and voices there. So a very decorated author. So I'm going to go ahead and read the description of this book for anybody who hasn't heard about it in a world that denies emotions where the ruling sigh punish any sign of desire sasha duncan must must conceal the feelings that brand her as flawed to reveal them would be to sentence sentence her to the horror of rehabilitation the complete psychic erasure of everything she ever was both human and animal lucas hunter is a changeling hung, hungry for the very sensations the sigh disdain Caught between their conflicting worlds, Lucas and Sasha must remain bound to their identities or sacrifice everything for a taste of the darkest temptation. So that is what this story is about. So tell me, I gave you a list of books to choose from, Mm -hmm. and this was the one that you chose. So can you tell me what about the description or what about the book? Why did you kind of gravitate toward this one? Yeah, I'm not. It seemed I don't know. There was something extra silly about it. I thought <laughs> that made me smile, and uh, I thought, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I kind of I looked on the list and saw something that like really stood out as I don't know, uh, dramatic. 
Uh-huh. And uh and it, it certainly was it certainly was that. <laughs> <laughs> so you were looking for something silly and that's yeah. you thought it would be light. Yeah, I mean I could, I realized that I I had no way of knowing, you know, based on the like based on the blurbs whether or not I was going to like something or not. Right. So I just kind of gravitated towards something that like was, you know, stand out in terms of like unusual. <laughs> that certainly fits. <laughs> so nothing like the nothing about the world or the concept of like somebody who is an animal who's purely on instinct and then somebody who doesn't have emotions at all. That wasn't something that like that kind of divide conflict didn't appeal to you. I don't think that like really grabbed me and I, I don't know. I, I don't think that that like f- felt like enough to like seriously mm-hmm. pique my interest, but I, it, mm-hmm. yeah. Fair enough. Well, so what were your first in- impressions then of the cover? Tell me some of the feelings in the blurb. Tell me some of the feelings you had before you like actually started reading mm-hmm. the book. Uh, yeah. I don't, um, I'm not sure that I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I read it on Kindle, so I didn't get like a sure. good, good look at the cover, but yeah, I mean, I found it, a little bit cheesy uh-huh. uh, of course uh-huh. slave to sensation then i mean it felt like the name sure. was kind of campy sure. um yep uh, and you know there's a guy who's got glowing gold eyes on the cover sure well he's a wolf yeah is he a wolf uh no Actually. he's a he's a he's a cat of, or something cat of some sort yeah. i forget now there's several different cat types and i forget which yes. now but that's like the that's the you know like um gl- like different color glowing eyes things like that that's like a it's right. like a signifier in lots of in lots of you know modern media of like this person has mystery or danger sure. in them right mm-hmm. right all right that's fair enough i thought the i mean now this book was written i think what was it 2000 in the, in the aughts 2006 mm-hmm. so that's quite some time ago I think covers have come some way since then. I think Paranormal still has. Mm. I think they their covers have kind of stayed the same. But anyway, all right. So this is a paranormal book then. Did it live up to your expectations of that genre and kind of what you thought you were going to be reading? Mm. I think that uh, a little a, a little bit. I, I mean, I, I had, I think I, I had trouble engaging with the book Uh i i feel like it did not grab me um Uh i I, it is more campy i think than i was than i'm looking for Uh and obviously it's like there's 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 certainly an audience for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) right as evidenced by the uh 15 books in the series this has obviously been a very successful line but i it's 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 really i think it's cheesy enough that i had trouble like even engaging with like the um uh, like the sci-fi aspects of it like this there's that there's a sci net of this Mm -hmm. this this telepathic internet essentially Uh and i found when it juxtaposed with that when those elements kind of surfaced into the story i found the descriptions of them so like weird and like so vague that it was just it just felt i don't know it did it didn't feel 
I think it was because it was like a taste of sci-fi, uh-huh. but it was not enough to like engage my sci-fi interests. And so I like, I, I, I had a hard time like being interested in those aspects of it. Right. So you wanted them to explain more of a psychic internet to you. You wanted more description <laughs> yeah. of how that worked. Probably. Probably. I'm not like... You wanted them to talk about like synapses and like <laughs> that's what you were looking for. I wanted a full <laughs> Michael Crichton like, we're going to stop the story and for five pages talk about how this works. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that that's an interesting point because it is at the end of the day romance. So there's always yeah. going to be these subgenres. And there is going to be a paranormal element, but of course that is not the focus. So Mm -hmm. like, they're not going to spend time. Like it's just enough to, you know, like anything, like you're kind of in this world. Here are a few things to let you immerse yourself a little bit, but like, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is not right to transport you to Mm -hmm. this, you know, the sci internet or whatever it is. So, okay. But you're but you're still you're just saying it didn't interest you at all you could have done you could have read the whole book without knowing that there was a psychic internet yeah uh, maybe or just didn't add anything for you i don't think it added anything and i felt Mm -hmm. i guess because like at the times when they when they described it it felt so vague to me that it like it just felt silly and it could have been yes it could have been left out i think without for me detracting from the story Right. But I understand, like, the, there was it was important for the plot. It was, like, the danger. That was the, the threat looming over the main character. So mm-hmm. I understand the functional purpose of it. But Well, and it was who she was, you mm-hmm. know, so that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Right. She was part of that. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I guess in that same kind of line of, of thinking, like, did the story otherwise interest you? Were you compelled to keep reading? And, and if so, why? Or if not, why not? No, it was a, it was a, it was a bit of a slog. Poor Ben. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult to read, and it, it's not, it wasn't a long book, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, it wasn't that much of a struggle. But it just, it, it did not particularly hold my interest. Uh huh. So it's like nothing about the story. Like the conflict didn't interest you. The characters you weren't interested in. Like nothing about it. You were just like, I'm just reading this. Yeah. Because felt, Tara told me to. <laughs> I felt I, mean, I got a I got a little ways in and I was like, I, I, I chose poorly. <laughs> Again, um, I'm not trying to like obviously I don't wanna I don't wanna no, I don't wanna demean or slight like the, the you know. But I, I it's it's like it clearly was not like the right one for me. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I mean this is an extreme like you said, it's an extreme like, people still yeah. go on and on about this I'm about sure. this series. So um, so did you feel that there is true chemistry between the love interests and were you interested in their love story? I mean, in their relationship? Tell me a little bit more. about um, I, mean, I felt like there was some chemistry. I don't, I don't, it did not feel, I don't think I would, I don't think I like was drawn in as much as you, you're supposed to be. Uh-huh. But I mean, I don't think it was, I mean, the, the characters weren't like flat. They weren't like boring, but they weren't like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I felt like there was. Certainly, like there was, there was a reasonable amount of attraction, like that I that was like coming through the page to me. I don't, you know. Right. Uh huh. Did you like them as characters? I mean, like, did you care about them? Um, I would feel like you really actually would relate 
to the the female character. I forget. Sasha. <laughs> it felt like she was somebody that you would have a lot of time. <laughs> um, That's an interesting observation. <laughs> um, Is I've... it? Or just like comment? <laughs> just like meeting you once and realizing. <laughs> like... I, that's a good point. I did feel like she was more, yeah, I think I, I enjoyed her character a little bit more. I think that, and part of the reasoning behind that, I think, is also that, like, I, I really, like, I really could not get into the male character. I did not feel like, I mean, I understand that with literature, there's very, it's very common that men write women's parts and don't get the woman perspective, right? Sure. I feel That's like. probably like 99%. <laughs> right. I feel like <laughs> the opposite was the case here. I mm-hmm. remember distinctly, like, the first passage from the man's point of view, Lucas's point of view, I remember mm-hmm. thinking, this is not at all what it's like in a man. And I don't, obviously don't, pre- I don't pretend to represent, you know, all men. Sure. But like I, <laughs> the, the, the character was not, did not feel realistic as like a man's perspective at, at all. And so like mm-hmm. I, that, I struggled to relate to that character. Whereas okay. with her, I felt like, the the author seemed to be more like in her element of right. um and so that character seemed a little more grounded in a way mm-hmm. um i mean given the context of their a race of race of humans that <laughs> psychologically suppressed their <laughs> realistic in that context but the feelings felt the feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. felt a little more natural i guess mm-hmm. i mean so we can talk about that male perspective thing in a later uh, question because that is interesting uh, to hear and but yeah I think that for the most part I mean it's it, there there are two character two main characters of course but obviously like this is a woman's story like for mm-hmm. the most part the woman is the is the you know for all intents and purposes the the main character so it's good that you liked her and related I, I think that she is relatable it's an interesting way you know you have these archetypes and these tropes in romance in romance novels of like kind of the you know a female character who who is cold you know what i mean mm-hmm. all those you know women are always called cold if they just don't want dudes to mess with them all the time if they're not like having sex with dudes all the time they're just they're frigid <laughs> right, you know right. what i mean there's that, that stereotype mm-hmm. and so this i thought was an interesting way to kind of um have a character like that and kind of explain kind of an interesting backstory to that kind of a a character that we don't see a lot normally it's like she's been hurt before and she doesn't she's swearing off Mm -hmm. a man you know so this was an interesting way to kind of address that type of character that's a good point so I enjoyed it. Thought, and it made the smaller moments, like the when the cubs bit her shoe and things like that. Mm. Normally, that wouldn't be such a big moment, but it, it was made so because you know she doesn't she doesn't actually feel feelings. So it was mm. like a fun kind of commentary on being human. That like you don't always. Get, it just felt mm. it felt nice, a nice kind of change of pace and mm-hmm. romance. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. You, you believe that they were falling in love, that you, they had chemistry, that they, these two people were not just stuck in a book mm-hmm. and now they're doing it and whatever. Mm-hmm. It felt like a natural progression. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it felt, I guess, because, some, you know, sometimes the prose is, there are passages that are 
barely subtext. There's so much, there's so, so, so much of that comparison, you know, uh, feline, like he, you know, he was purring or he was sure. he didn't comments like about there's so, I mean, it, it was so on the nose and so right. much of it. Well, I so mean, he very, was a cat. he was literally cat, but there was so much I of that. I would think that you would enjoy that. <laughs> right. That, uh, it, I, I honestly felt like it took a long time <laughs> for the romance to develop. And I understand, uh-huh. I understand like she's got a fight that there has to be the tension there, right. but it felt like to me, I was just kind of impatient for, like, okay, come on. You were ready for them to do it much sooner. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> you wanted them to just go at it. And to the point where like, I felt like this actually, the sex scene was somewhat tamer uh-huh. than I expected given all this like, all, given that he's an animal. Given that he's an animal, right. and like, there's all this, there's all this hinting at, often not subtle hinting at his like ferocious, right. wild, dangerous, unpredictable side. Right. And when they like, they eventually get to it, and it comes pretty late in the, the first scene. I think comes yeah. pretty late in the book. Mm-hmm. It was like, yes, I felt like it was surprisingly tame. Huh. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But that's interesting, and I. I mean, but like going back to this, like the purring and the whatnot, but like, can you imagine though? I mean, like you're promised in the book, like this is a book about an animal. Mm -hmm. So like, if there is no mention of them being an animal in the book, are you not like, what the hell? (laughs) This guy is supposed to be like a a jaguar or whatever. Yeah. He's supposed to be an elephant and what is not eating peanuts. What the fuck? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. There is that certain element. Like, yeah. what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, I guess he could have, I don't know, curled up and licked his butthole like like a cat. I don't know. But that probably would not have. <laughs> probably, that probably doesn't go in a romance. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Why? This can be edited out. <laughs> Come on, leave it all in. It's the worst. All right. What's the... Moving on. <laughs> Was the conflict why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was the conflict then believable to you? Like why they couldn't be together? And in the whole, her life was in danger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was. I suppose. I like. I. I, I found the sign that <laughs> I found like the, the the council. I think they were. Mm-hmm. I found them, there was lots of hinting, talking about how dangerous they are, but there wasn't much, there wasn't a lot of like showing how dangerous they are. So sure. like the, I understand like there's, there are limits to how well you can demonstrate psychological warfare, I guess, but it didn't like the, the risks did not seem all that, the danger didn't seem all that present. It didn't seem all that visceral, I guess. And she would die if she got disconnected from the psychic inner, whatever it is. Yeah. But you know how, like, you know, oftentimes it's like in media, it's like you can, you can talk about, you can talk about how dangerous someone is or how many people they've killed. But sometimes it's like in order to get the audience to really feel it, you have to, you know, you've got to demonstrate, you've got to show it. Sure. And I, I didn't feel like, I felt like there's a lot of like references to so-and-so is a very <clears throat> powerful, very dangerous. And it didn't, I don't know. It didn't, I don't feel like, I felt like it didn't like kind of raise the stakes to just hear about it like that. I gotcha. I mean, he crept mm-hmm. up on her a lot though. I mean, like he was always showing up being creepy. 
I found him a little bit. Oh, you, you mean oh Lucas or no, the 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 guy? Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, they were really creepy. There was definitely like creepy element to him. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were really trying to like emphasize how dangerous, like how extremely, like I don't know. It didn't feel it didn't feel like quite as dangerous as I would have like expected. Mm-hmm. So. All right, fine. Okay, so did you find the book funny at all? Uh, the stuff I found funny, I don't think was was meant to be funny. You found the purring funny? <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, there were passages that I like highlighted because I was like, but I mean, there, yeah, I, I, there wasn't a lot of humor that you I don't recall. Think, did you find it at all like tongue in cheek or self aware of it? Because a lot of humor in romance novels does fly past people's head. The mm-hmm. authors know some things are supposed to be cheesy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we are humans and we are cheesy and yeah. relationships are stupid and we are all doing the same thing and at a certain point like it's humorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If there was if there was a if there was self awareness in there and humor around that, uh that was something I missed. <laughs> No, I don't I'm, think I'm not ruling it was out. Especially, I mean, it was especially funny. But I do think that it's important to ask about. I, sure. But I don't think it's necessarily a humorous book. Okay, so moving on. So we talked about this earlier. So you did you find the sex scene sexy? Did they seem realistic to you? Did you want more of them? Like, was it your expectations of like having never read a sex scene before in a Roman in a novel? Like, mm-hmm. did it meet those expectations? Talk about to me about that stuff um i felt like uh there was actually i felt like there was actually less sex in it than i expected you know given my like limited sure were you um, mad about it <laughs> not, not i was like i was i was i guess i was a little disappointed i suppose uh-huh. uh yeah and it seemed it seemed kind of surprisingly tame because it seems like it's a there's a store it's a story and they really try to demonstrate the the danger of it and that danger can i feel like can it's i feel like it's supposed to increase the stakes increase the passion like the build-up and then when it came it just i don't know i guess maybe it was just like less dirty than i expected or something Uh given the stakes sure i think there's only one scene maybe maybe two i think there's a dream scene and then there's the actual one yeah I think that and this was, I think we said 2005 mm-hmm. and I haven't read the rest of this series. So I can't, I can't actually speak to this, but I think probably kind of after that point and after 50 shades, and I've kind of talked about this before, things did get dirtier. And I think oh, that sure. like, this is a mainstream market, mass market paperback novel. Mm-hmm. It follows a certain, you have that meet, have fun, they hate each other or they whatever, or they go through this and they kiss and then there's probably a blowjob or a handjob or something and then there's a sex and then that's kind of, you know, there's cuddling. You know what I mean? That's the typical flow or, I mean, up until recently of a mass market uh, paperback mm-hmm. romance novel so you're just not going to get a bunch but but so in self-publishing and like ebooks is where the real dirty stuff is mm. so yeah there's only so much sex in these sorry <laughs> but so you wanted like you were like this is an animal why isn't mm-hmm. i mean does he turn into an animal while they're i can't remember no 
there was actually surprising a little of him like being an actual animal in the right well logistics that's weird yeah i mean he's a cat or whatever a jaguar panther and leopard. leopard i don't know I should, I should have paid more attention. Anyway, so you thought you wanted there to be more. I think at one point you did say that they were awkward to you. And tell me why you thought they were, they felt awkward to you. I don't, I mean, sometimes the dialogue could be, yeah, it could be really campy. Uh-huh. I mean. In the sex scenes? Uh, no, just it, throughout throughout the book. And so I, it, it felt, that's what I mean. Like, that's why they, like the characters felt awkward to me mm-hmm. and again like i feel like the the i feel like uh sasha's character was more fleshed out fleshed out Thanks. you're welcome <laughs> and for his like i don't know again it's like a, he, i don't know he just did not resonate to me as like a real person right or what about him was not real to you and like she's supposed to be awkward right so like sex yeah. could only be so hot. she's never had it before like yeah Right, right. She doesn't um, understand human emotions. Yeah, but I, I felt like the description of her, like her passion, felt more natural. Okay. And I, I, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like put my finger on. God. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're welcome. Um, on what it was that specifically about like, it, like hit his passion that did not feel realistic his personality like uh, his character in general but like even his i don't know again it might have been like a lot of it was couched in that does that like feline i need to hunt her that kind of stuff that felt really uh, i just could not buy into right did it feel like predatory to you or just not in a serious way it just felt silly silly. yeah because it was very and I think that was, I mean, I th- you know, obviously, like, it's smart. Like, you don't want him to be creepy. No. And Sometimes it's a, it's a, do, oh, yeah. And so there's a, you, I understand you have to, you have to balance that. He's got to be animalistic, but not too animalistic. Cause then mm-hmm. it's not, I don't know. I don't know if this is really like uncanny valley, but like you get too weirded out. But <laughs> like, there are certain like animalistic tendencies that people will find sexy right like right. cat ears or things like whatever <laughs> what? like but you know like there are and, yeah. and and like there are acceptable like animal things that people will buy into but like if you gave someone a cat nose and be like oh that's weird oh that just looks weird that's not attractive at all uh-huh. that kind of thing i don't know i mean like i and i feel like they had to give him some animalistic tendencies but not enough but but then like back off from sure. them a lot so i think i had a hard time like buying him sure. his character as like fully developed I don't know. sure all right that's fair enough and this kind of leads into the next question this is written in third person point of view inside and we're inside both characters heads right we were inside mm-hmm. sasha's head and um lucas's and i well, my question was do you think that the male point of view was authentic and you're saying no so tell me a little bit more about why that is like what was he thinking that you were like no guy is ever i'm gonna drink warm milk so it was terrible you better keep that one in there too uh, yeah i tried um you know, I don't remember specifically. I just remember it. Dis- I remember distinctly, like very early on, uh-huh. a scene from his point of view where I'm thinking, "Oh, 
this is not i mean i understand that some of it's fantasy but like you know i felt like there wasn't an i don't know i i felt like it it was just not like an understanding of there was there was such as it felt like a superficial understanding of how men think uh-huh it, it really felt like this is how i would want a man to think yes that, that is the of, point of these romance I, right I, and i understand that <laughs> but you i feel like you also have to like you have to balance that with them being realistic too you've got to find that right and that of course that balance is different for different readers sure but for me i could not i could not get into the character because it felt too much like it was written as as the so you think that he fell in love with her too quickly? You think he was too into her too quickly? You think that just the way he thought about her was unrealistic? Was it just the way he was in general? I, I mean, think like, the way he was in general, honestly. It wasn't, I, I, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a problem with, like, like, he was attracted to her, like, right off, of course. Sure. And, I mean, I, that, seemed, that seemed realistic, you know. Um, that, that is realistic. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it was like his thought, like his actual like concrete thoughts. The, and also like a lot of the interactions, uh, oh, that's right. Especially interactions with like other people okay. besides Sasha okay. felt stiff and like felt wooden. A lot of his interactions felt unnatural. Uh-huh. Well, he was like a, the leader of that. Yeah, act. right. So he uh, had to be like stern yeah. and like, listen to me. My parents died. And I yeah, I, yes. Yeah, I understand. Like they, yeah, he had to project that as the leader. He had to project that level of, you know, hiding his vulnerability. And pr- I mean, there's honestly like, uh, there's there's obviously something that in that role that like I've got to be ultra alpha, literally alpha. Well, I guess not literally because that's that's a dog thing, not a cat thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But um, I think there's probably some part of that that does not does not uh, uh, resonate for me personally because I'm not like, I'm not interested in being uh-huh. that, you know, I'm not interested in that kind of personality. Like even among my friends, like my male uh-huh. friends, I don't, you know, I don't know, but there, he seemed like, um, I don't know, the character seemed, seemed boring to me. Like his strength uh-huh. didn't even his like shows of strength didn't feel like particularly compelling or, right. or, like enough to justify his his position if he had a hobby would that have made him more interesting would that have made him more no that's character? that's an interesting question i mean possibly i just wonder i to me and again this was written in 2000 whatever in mm. mid 2000s so it was a, again a long time ago and i think that she did a good job in like here is a character who we want to be like an, a, a traditional alpha character, but mm-hmm. he's also not a dick. Yeah. And so that is a little bit more difficult to do, right? Cause you still want mm-hmm. that. And like when people, I think a lot of the, a lot of people would gravitate toward paranormal because of these, you know, sometimes they're bears, sometimes they're werewolves and there is that animalistic thing. And there's Mm -hmm. that tendency to want to have like a strong male character who is an alpha who does all this stuff. But at the same time, like that can very easily go into a character who is not that great of a person who is, who does, uh, there is a large amount of toxic masculinity in those characters. Yeah. And so for 2006, I think this is kind of ahead of that. And it's, 
it mm. shows us a character who is a leader, who is kind of animalistic, but mm-hmm. he is he does show compassion. He does understand mm. her as a person. And I think that that is, uh, I don't think that he was, uh, I mean, I'm going to get on probably. And <laughs> I don't think that he was super interesting. It's also the first book in a series. Mm-hmm. Those have a tendency, you're setting up a world. Yeah, right? there's a lot of world built in. Sure. It's introduced in this book, yeah. So, like, there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of other things to consider. So, I yeah. think that maybe those kinds of details, kind of the really small brushstrokes of his character, weren't necessarily as as um, detailed as, as she was. But I, I appreciated that about him. Hmm. So, I thought that for 2005, it was. Uh-huh. Especially when you consider after that, we have, like I said, Fifty Shades of Grey, where that dude was just like, you know, off the hook. Mm. All right. So finally, did you, do you want to say anything else about his? So you just didn't get into his. No, yeah. Right. In the, his point of view. Fair enough. I don't, for the record, I don't think that you would like any dudes in any romance, but we'll, we'll, we'll find <laughs> well, no. out. We'll find out. <laughs> but, but like I read, um, I read your book, uh, your first one, and I liked the character. I liked the male character in that. Aw, thanks, Ben. I did. I, I, uh-huh. I thought, I thought he was far more, uh, sure. I thought he was far more, yeah. Sure. He was a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually remember, <laughs> but I assume, <laughs> I assume so. All right. So final, you know, did this, did reading this book break any assumptions about romance novels that you had, or did it more solidify assumptions that you had? I mean, I have such a small pool to draw from. I mean, I had read your book before this. Sure. Uh, I don't, I mean, this is like, and this is probably like, I, I, I think your book probably did more to like break more of my assumptions because it was like I mean I liked it it was it was oh. charming it was funny. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I and... am those things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this was I think this this I think slave sensation sensation was less in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. but i think that so i'd say like probably this book would make me less likely to read more romance but um i think uh actually that, like just being able to talk about it has been helpful mm-hmm. yeah just getting other perspective on this is is useful because i like talking i mean like reading or watching things i, I mean i like sure. to talk about them i like to like hear other people's points of view mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so i think that's probably helped me a little bit there yeah right well, so when we started, you said that you hadn't read any romance novels because, like, there's a naked man on the cover. Well, this had these fully clothed yeah. people on the cover. Mm-hmm. So did the tone of it, the prose, did the setup, did the characters, was any of that subverted? Like, were any of your assumptions about, like, the type of women or the type of men in romance novels subverted, subverted after you read this one? No, I don't think so. Well, well I'm sorry, wait. Were my assumptions about romance were those subverted by this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I would say like, the, yeah, like his character was not like uh, I'm not sure actually. <laughs> that's a good. It's that's a good answer there. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> You're really articulate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. I have to think more about. Well, it's fine. But like, so I guess what I'm just trying to ask is that like, overall, did all these years you've had, you've had an opinion about romance. I mean, romance Mm -hmm. novels have been everywhere, right? I mean, you have known me for 
<clears throat> years and like you have <laughs> I mean I have I was reading romance novels when we were in high school and mm-hmm. when we were so I mean you've known of them was it what at any point was it like what you expect when you were reading all of that from your history no I don't think it's um no I don't think it it, it, it I would say probably overall like lines up. I think honestly it felt like almost a little more this book almost felt a little more like YA in a way okay to me all right. And, and I think that kind of surprised me. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that. Sure. So I guess that's, that is different. Yeah, that is different than, than I think than, than what I expected. All right. But no, there's no like swooning is what I'm t- trying to say. Like this yeah. was like, yeah. I think that a lot of assumptions are that like, it's just about some dumb woman and mm-hmm. she's like, just wants to have, wants some guy to come rescue her. Mm-hmm. And like, this kind of wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I that makes sense. Like I understand that this, you know, twenty twenty one, and that like there are a lot of, like I understand that there are like a lot of smart people that are in romance that are reading and talking about and writing and all of this stuff. And Thank I, you, Ben, for that <laughs> acknowledgement. Everybody oh. is <laughs> was waiting for it. But I'm saying that, like, I, I think my a lot of my stereotypes were like that. This stuff is like pulpy. In its way, I think those are probably some of the stereotypes that are out there. Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, I hadn't given it a ton of thought before, but I think this has been probably, yes, opened my eyes to like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variety out there. And that alone, I think is, is interesting. Yeah. I mean, romance makes up about 23% of all books sold. That's print. Wow. So if you can imagine wow. um, yeah. electronic, which is where romance, I think most romance cells huge yeah lots of people yeah all right any other final thoughts about this book that you want to share or talk about or ask no i don't think so Mm -hmm. all right good talk about the book (laughs) glad you enjoyed it or not didn't enjoy it i'm 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 happier if you read the whole thing and didn't enjoy it to be honest <laughs> that makes me happier. I didn't. No, I certainly didn't hate it, and I, I well, like I, I wish said, that you had. I, <laughs> I, I found parts of it unintentionally funny, so I got that. I got that joy out of it. <laughs> I wish I would. You would know what was funny. I mean, like I, I would. That I have. Would a, I have a couple passages highlighted. Just tell, tell me one passage that you thought was funny. Okay. And while I get this with scheme ready, the next game is going to be uh, while you're looking for this. I'm going to read two passages. One is just, they're not sexual. They're just normal. One is from a romance novel and one is from literary fiction. And so you'll need to guess. All right. What do you got there? Okay. okay. This line, uh, forcing herself to think despite the red hot torture sparking through her. She cauterized the wound and shut down the instinctive reaching. It hurt, like being shot point blank in the face. <laughs> What's so funny about that? It's just, what was she trying to get out of the sign out? I don't, she I was don't trying know. to shut off her connection to the. I think, I guess it was like, yeah, dealing with the, trying to shut down the emotion that was. But, <laughs> like being shot point blank in the face. I, it's, it's, just, it's such a ridiculous over-the-top statement and also feel getting shot in the face also because (laughs) like you just be instantly dead it's like if you're gonna choose something that's like the most painful thing you can think of i don't know what that's not what i would choose that's such a weird (laughs) 
It's, it's just like the most extreme. It's, it's just like I'm going to come up with the most extreme thing that I can think of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's supposed to hurt. <laughs> what do you want her to do? But being anyway. shot in the face, funny nonetheless. I mean, yeah. I'll give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, we're going to play this game. Thank okay. you. I'm glad that that was, I'm glad you were amused by that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. First quote. So this is my life. And I want you to know that I am both happy and sad, and I'm still trying to figure out how that could be. That's the first one. The second one. To stand against a crowd would take something more than ordinary courage, something that went beyond human instinct, and I feared I did not have it, and fearing was ashamed. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a real stumper, huh? It's almost like the person who made this game wanted someone to be confused. <laughs> I'm gonna say the second one was from uh, from romance from a romance novel. Okay, the one about standing out against a crowd. Yeah. All right, you are correct. You. <laughs> that is in Outlander by Diana Gabaldon, which is a huh. show on Stars. If you haven't seen it. Okay. You maybe might would like it. Has a paranormal it's time travel. Um, and the second one, or the first one, was "Perks of Being a Wallflower" by Stephen Chbosky. Hmm. I swear we were infinite. That's another quote from that. All right, good job at the game. <laughs> I am mad that everybody with those games people get right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I really hate it. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So wrapping up. So after this experience, I mean, you will have to read more romance because I'm thinking, <laughs> but do you think that you would seek it out or like, how has it changed what you might seek out about, about romance? Uh, yeah, I think I would consider, um, I probably, I'd probably want to, I'd probably have to ask you for recommendations. Sure. Cause I think you know me well enough and i think you would yeah i think you'd probably know what i would know what i'd like better yeah sure well then my i hadn't read this so um i it was it's very popular so that's why i put it on the the list Mm -hmm. um, i do think you'll like the other ones that you picked cool so what give me one thing that you liked that was maybe unexpected about it Mm -hmm. i'm not sure I mean, I'm reaching, but like it was not, it was also, I mean, it was cheesy, but it was consistent and it was not, it was not awful. Oh my God. Uh-huh. I mean, but like it was not, I don't know. I, I think it did not like, it did not, you know, it was not the, the pulpy stereotype that I would have expected, I guess. Okay. All right. And I, could could we say that the characters were well besides Lucas perhaps that the female character was like a fully three dimensional yeah character too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right that's good enough all <laughs> right Ben thank you very much again and tell me that you love romance I love romance. <laughs> <laughs>